You're listening to Lead to Soar, bringing women the best career advice and mentorship from around the world. Lead to Soar is a production of A Career That Soars. Learn more at leadtosoar.com. another episode of Get Shit Done. It is my great pleasure to be here to get shit done with you, Mel. I am excited because I'm going to learn some new things today. You're going to teach us about the agile leader. So let's just start from the top. I really have no idea what this is. So what's an agile leader? Yeah. Do you know, it's interesting that, you know, there's a whole project or, you know, methodology now called agile, uh, which has kind of made people a bit confused about what what the hell is the agile leader? Do I have to have learn agile project methodology? No, 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 no. This was around before agile. So agile leadership is is being an adaptive leader. So how do I um, adapt uh, to to the different circumstances, to the different contexts? And more importantly, how do I recognize that I I'm not a one-dimensional human, so I can't be a one-dimensional leader with one style, one leadership style. So it's about saying, what are the leadership styles and how do I adapt and use those styles interchangeably when the circumstances require that? I feel like I just had a light bulb moment. Okay. So so talk to us about, you know, in a career that soars and no ceiling, no walls, we talk about these different sort of strengths that you can develop as a leader. So talk to us about that. So, So some of the strengths that you might choose proactively to develop and apply in this sort of context of being an agile leader? So there's two bodies of work that I tend to refer to when I talk to women and leaders, all all people, but women obviously in the context of career that soars, about your leadership style. Obviously in No Ceiling, No Walls, we talk about engaging the greatness in others. So our leadership definition, using the greatness in me to achieve and sustain extraordinary outcomes by engaging the greatness in others. Now we want to engage the greatness in others but we want to align them towards the goals. So the goals of the organization, the goals of the team, and that requires an engagement strategy. And that engagement strategy, we have five key styles of leadership that engage people. So that's that's one part of you know the body of research that I use. So thanks to Susan Colantuno, our co-host and the founder. Um, and the other body of research that I use, which I came across when I was doing my executive MBA and just really, it made so much sense because it focused in on emotional intelligence as well as business intelligence, was by Dr. Daniel Goleman. And, the, and we'll have some show notes, but his, the, there's a, a quite a seminal article in HBR called Leadership That Gets Results. And of course, we talk about results, we talk about outcomes in a career that soars. So the leadership, he talks about emotional intelligence, but also the emotionally intelligent leader has a range of different styles that they use, that they adopt, and they use interchangeably dependent on the circumstances. So I, I use the, the combination of Susan's research and work and our 5C engagement strategy, along with Goldman's six leadership styles, because they are very, very aligned, very similar, to talk to to women and leaders about what is your leadership or what are your leadership styles? What are the circumstances where you might use them to engage the hearts, the minds and the efforts of people and align them towards 
the goals. So that that's it. I think it might be helpful for our listeners if we shared some of these styles with them. Do you want to share some of these sort of groupings? Yep. I think we want to emphasize that nobody has just one of these. You can develop all of them. Yeah. And it's really, really important to, to develop all of them and not have a, a one or a two dimensional approach to leadership. Let's talk about the five C or the five styles of engagement that we talk about in a career that soars. So the first one is the charismatic visionary. So this is the person or the style that provides people with a vision. So here's the future. Let's yeah, paint a picture. There's the beacon on the hill, the North Star. Let's all go towards that. And, you know, that's visionary, but it's charismatic because you're using all of that greatness in, in, in you. The second style is the compelling leveler. So leveling the playing field, making sure that people really know that we're all in this together. The team's working together. We're, we're in the same boat and we're rowing in the same direction. So people aren't alone, particularly when they're moving into unknown territory. And of course, nothing more certain than change uh, in, in organisations. The third style is the champion. And this is the, I certainly resonate with a lot of them, but I love this one because it's based on strength and engaging that greatness. So really, you know, come on, Mel, you can do it. I know how great you are at X, Y, Z. Let's make sure that we're bringing that out and you're going to help the team get there. So really helping people understand, tap into and use their strengths to, to move themselves and the team forward. The connector is, is the fourth style. And this is, and I love, love, love this style. And I probably over-index on this one. So this is one I have to keep a lookout for because if I think about another model being the Gallup Strengths connection or being a connector is my number one strength. So this is being in service of others, creating that connectivity, that web of, of people and stuff that makes that makes things happen. Mobilizing a whole bunch of diverse and disparate folks to, to get the job done. And then the final one is the conductor. So think about the conductor of an orchestra up the front, basically telling everyone when to play, when not to play, dial it up, dial it down. So this is the person who's, I'm going to show you how it's done and I'm going to make this very immediate path up. What do you do now? Very evident. This is the way we move forward, even if we're not quite sure what the end game is. And of course, I, I talk about VUCA a, a lot, uh, volatility, uncertainty, complexity and change and ambiguity. Where the ambiguity and volatility exists, this is where the conductor can help people take those mini steps uh, to, to get stuff done. So they're the five styles that we use in a career that soars. So I suspect that our listeners can see some of these things in themselves and maybe see some of these strengths and some of the leaders around them. But what do you want their takeaway to be today? What's a couple of things that you really want our listeners to take away for getting the good shit done in their organizations? Number one, to know thyself is to lead others well. So to really be effective at leading people and organizations, you have to know yourself. So this working on you know what are what who are you what do you stand for what is your style now you're going to have preferred styles and those preferred styles it's a little bit like and I know Myers-Briggs doesn't get a great rap anymore but we know that 
when you're under pressure, you will default to the style that you most prefer. Understand what that is, because I think most of us can kind of do stuff when we're not under pressure and behave in a way and and adopt, you know, approaches. So understand who you are under pressure and what your default is, and then learn to mitigate that. Now, for me, if I go to Goldman Styles, which I won't go through in detail now, people can read the read the article. I know I go. I become very, I become very pace setting and very authoritative when I'm under pressure. So get shit done, right? This is this is what we're doing. Here's where we go. Boom, 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 boom. And I'm not consultative necessarily. And so, and and that is that is my default, which is why I get I have this you know reputation of getting shit done. Now, what I've got to do is pay attention to the fact that I can leave people behind when I'm under pressure and when I'm like that. So. Command and control doesn't work. I mean, it works beautifully in, well, hello, a global pandemic. And if you've got an emergency room to run or a a fire to put out or whatever, you know, first responders, command and control, critically important. But in for knowledge workers and in in the workplace, we want to know how to adopt other styles. So that's the first thing. Know yourself, know where you default when you're under pressure. And the second part is a build on that, Mel. Start to get to know about the styles and also what what is going to bring out the best in the people that you lead, your peers, your colleagues, your stakeholders, those right others, and those stakeholders are both inside and external to your organisation, and use your leadership styles interchangeably to achieve and sustain the extraordinary outcomes that you're accountable to deliver. So that's my two tips. Know yourself and then know how you're going to get other people to do stuff. Excellent. Thank you so much, Michelle, for this episode of Get Shit Done, The Agile Leader. My pleasure. Thank you for downloading Lead to Soar. We so appreciate your support in the form of subscribing, rating, and reviewing the Lead to Soar podcast. We especially appreciate when you share Lead to Soar with friends and colleagues. Lead to Soar is hosted and produced by Michelle Redfern and Mel Butcher. To get in touch with either, visit michelleredfern.com and melbutcher.com. Lead to Soar is a production of A Career That Soars. Learn more at leadtosoar.com. Until next time, stay focused and lead on.